0: You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Best Bets for Pets. I'm your host, Michelle Fern. Today... I have something special to share with you. I have a great book for your children that we're going to talk about. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
0: We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Buster, you're telling me my dog food products can't go on your shelves. That's right. Didn't pass one of my pet co-certified nutrition checklists. Sorry, Wayne. Who made these checklists? Geniuses. Very smart guys. Well, it's good enough for most grocery stores. Do you see cheese puffs on my shelves? Mayonnaise? Soda pop? No. That's because I ain't running no grocery store, Wayne. Your pets will get better nutrition, I guarantee it. Petco, where the healthy pets go. Enter the code LUCKY10, L-U-C-K-Y, the number 10, and get 10% off any order. No minimum at Petco.com.
1: play tennis because i love to but inside i want to win take away the court the net i might not be a player but i'll always be a competitor lady footlocker understands that lady footlocker the first to carry adidas off-court shoes and the gear that goes with them if you play your best there's no regret lady footlocker one
0: place every woman Go to ladyfootlocker.com and enter the code AFBP10LF to get 10% off any order of $50 or more. Or enter the code AFBP15LF to get 15% off any order of $75 or more at ladyfootlocker.com.
1: I don't make any decisions about who to hire without going to Angie's List first.
0: You'll find reviews on home repair to health care, written by people just like you. With Angie's List, I know who to call, and I know the results will be fantastic. Angie's List, who you can trust. Go to angie'slist.com forward slash best and get 25% off any subscription. That's angie'slist.com forward slash best, B-E-S-T.
2: Hey, this is Marcy Davis and my service dog Whistle.
0: Let's talk pets on PetLifeRadio.com.
1: Hi, everyone. Today I have with me Susan Stoltz. She's the author of Adventures of Sharky the Dog. Welcome, Susan. Thank you. So, I read the book to my little nephew. Actually, he read it himself. I was impressed. He's six. Good. It's a very cute book. It's very easy for little ones to understand, and it's very engaging for them. But I'm jumping ahead of myself. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about the Adventures of Sharky the Dog series?
2: Sure. Sure. The Sharky the Dog series books came about um, in kind of a roundabout way. I never really pictured myself as being a children's author, and Sharky had an unfortunate incident being overdosed by a pharmacist about a year ago. And after all the negative energy that surrounded that incident, I decided I needed to take all of that and turn it into something wonderful. So I decided to write a series of books, Sharky: The Adventures of Sharky the Dog and donate a percentage of each of those books to a certain animal rescue. And it just has turned out to be the most fun job I've ever had in my whole life. <laughs> um, the, the series includes a lot of different subject matters that are very important to kids. The first one, Sharky Meets Kittyhead, is all about diversity two very different animals have to learn to live in the same space without giving up what's important to each one of them. And they learn to just absolutely love each other. And in real life, Sharky and Kitty Head absolutely adore one another. So that was easy for me to, to do. The second book is Sharky Helps Choo Choo, and it's all about bullying. And so that's a real pertinent subject matter for kids today. The third book is Sharky Learns to Swim, and that's all about fear. So we've got a great series. We've got two or three more. We haven't haven't decided on the titles at this point, but there's quite a few coming up in this series.
1: So the book and the book that I read that you were talking about, it's Sharky meets Kittyhead, and there mm-hmm. there's a real Sharky. Obviously, there's a real Sharky and a real Kittyhead. That's right. Okay, so those are such cute names. Can you tell us a little bit about how the names came about? And, and we know Sharky's a dog and Kittyhead's a cat, but but maybe That's a little right. bit more about, about them.
2: Okay. When Sharky was born, she was born a, a shorty Jack Russell. So she has shorter legs and is smaller than most regular-sized Jack Russells. And she would always come up from underneath the other dogs and bite them when, you know, how puppies bite and play. She was so short that she would bite them from underneath like a shark coming up out of the water. And so that's how Sharky got her name. <laughs> Which, and and I really didn't plan to keep the name. You know how you have puppies and you just kind of call them something until you think of a real name. But it just stuck for her. So, And Kitty Head is a rescue cat. And he was just was the greatest. He's a snowshoe Siamese. And I couldn't think of the name. I was extremely busy at the time Kitty Head came into my life. And I just until I thought of again, until I thought of another name, I just called him Kitty Head. And it just stayed Kitty Head. He comes to it, he answers to it, he knows his name and, and that's really how his name came about.
1: That's so cute. I was laughing with the shark name. That's so funny.
2: <laughs> well it's it's so Jack Russell. I mean, they do think that they're the biggest thing on the planet, so it it does fit her.
1: <laughs> That's so funny. The book's theme is very good too. I have a cat and two dogs and that rule the household and I kind of almost have similar to that a Sharky and Kitty Ed because they do all get along really well. Good. Who was in the house first?
2: Charm was in the house first. And Charm is actually Sharky's mother. And Charm makes an appearance in the book if you uh, remember, that's Sharky's mother in the book. And um, so Charm was first, and then came Sharky, and then came Kitty Head. So Kitty Head was low man on the totem pole. But Kitty Head soon became bigger than both my Jack Russells and obtained a status according to his size.
1: <laughs> so I know that Sharky has it's her own website called yes. SharkyPup.com and mm-hmm. can tell our listeners about the website so they could find out more about the books and maybe some other things you have going on with the with Sharky?
2: Right. Sharky's website is www.sharkypup, and Sharky is spelled S-H-A-R-K-E-Y, sharkypup.com. And we have a lot of things going on on the website. Not only are her books featured there, but because we donate and are very involved in rescue, we've got a section on the website of rescue dogs at the Arizona Jack Russell Rescue, which are actually the recipients of the funds for the second book, uh, Sharky Helps Choo Choo. And actually, I am there right now at the Arizona Jack Russell Rescue, filling in for the people who run the rescue who went on vacation. So I'm taking care of 13 Jack Russells at the moment, <laughs> which is pandemonium and at, at the best. So the rescue dogs are there, and we feature them, and you can see which dogs are looking for homes. And there's also a section, uh, a blog section, of course, where I talk about the dogs on the Tieta dogs, which I helped raise money to feed them over the winter. There was a pack of homeless dogs in Utah. There's also a section called Marshall. And Marshall is a Jack Russell that I rescued in November who spent 10 years in a Missouri puppy mill. And Marshall is a really special little dog. The Arizona Jack Russell Rescue went in and took him. He was slated to be euthanized because he was 10 years old. And after spending 10 years in a rescue, he's really, really a special needs dog. And I happened upon Marshall by accident. I didn't need another Jack Russell. His, his picture came up on the website, on the on the Internet, and it just haunted me for weeks. And I finally called Sandy down here and found out about him and ultimately have rescued him. And there's a, a blog that talks about what I've learned about puppy mills in Missouri or puppy mills in general and what these dogs have to go through and how they have their needs when they are trying to recover from such traumatic experience. So it's been a real learning experience for me. For Marshall, he's spent the last six months just learning how to be a dog. and And it's very interesting to watch them go from cowering at the back of a crate to finally getting the courage to even step out on their own. And he's made tremendous strides, but has a long way to go. And Marshall's book will be coming out later this year. So it's really interesting to see. And I put videos up there of him trying to come through a door and a month later learning to run through the door like the other Jack Russell. So it's, it's fun to watch him become a dog.
1: That's amazing work that you're doing. That's wonderful.
2: Thank you. You know, I've got to give all the credit to the dogs. They're just, and dogs, it doesn't have to be a jack russell. Dogs of any, any breed are just amazing creatures in our lives. And the more I can do to help them. The second book, Char- Sharky Helps Choo Choo, Choo Choo is a six-pound chihuahua who gets bullied. And Sharky Helps, helps and the photographer on the, the rest of the series of this book, Suzanne Sylvester, is um, owns Choo Chuchu, the chihuahua. She's a fantastic uh, photographer and has done a great job. And we are going to be helping some of the chihuahua rescues also with these books.
1: That's great. I'm very prone to rescue dogs myself. All of my dogs have been rescue dogs and I think we get stuck on breeds just that we tend to like, which is fine. I like Border Collie mixes. It's just that's what I think, you know, and that's what I've had. And that's just, but, you know, there's a lot of mixes out there and there's a lot of different types of dogs. There's so many at shelters that.
2: Yes. Yes, I went to a shelter yesterday. Uh, We pulled a jack from one of the rescues here to bring to our rescue. And I was just nearly in tears. Uh, at the row upon row. It was one of the city towns where they do euthanize. And there was row upon row upon row upon row of dogs. And it almost broke my heart. I mean, it's almost more than you can take to go into a facility of that nature. And I was just so glad I could pull that little Jack who's here now. And unfortunately, found two more while we're there. So we're trying to find room here at the rescue for the two that were turned in yesterday. So, it's it's a struggle, especially in today's economy, and and that's one of the reasons I wanted to be able to donate a sufficient amount of money to help in this economy. And, and what we do here is we also, when people call and say we can't afford food anymore for our dogs, we take the food to them so they don't have to give up their pets, because we feel like if they can stay in the homes where they're loved, that's a whole lot better than having them go to a rescue. So, we try to help the owners as much as we can. Uh, when it's when it's possible
1: that's all great work so Susan getting back to the book a bit basically so this series just invest seems to um, go over various topics that would really be helpful to children you know that's as I right. discussed have you had a chance to read it to any young children and what their reaction has been
2: yes actually the children are just drawn in and Sharky goes with me when I do readings in libraries, and schools, and so on and so forth. I'm just really the chauffeur. Sharky just comes into these classrooms, and the children just love her. She's extremely gentle with children. And the reaction from the kids is they just absolutely adore these books because the pictures, um, I know you've seen the book, the pictures just draw you right in. I try to take very close-up photos of the animals and, and the expressions on their faces. You know, people. Some people don't think animals have expressions, but I'll tell you what, when you look at this book and you see Sharky's sad face, you know that she's sad by looking at that photo. And so children have been great. Next week, we're actually going into nine different elementary school classrooms with Sharky. So it's going to be a busy week for her next week, and she's just so great with the kids. That they just they just are all over it, and and they understand the message, and they're they're enthusiastic, and it's so much fun to see because kids are such a oh, well, they're our greatest resource, and they just communicate with the animals on a level that I think many of us as adults forget as we get older, so it's fun for me to see their absolute delight when Sharky sits up and waves her paws at the entire classroom to say hello. And they're instantly drawn in and instantly receive that message from that book.
1: Well, you're yeah, right. It is a beautiful book. The pictures are great. And definitely you could see the expressions in the animals' faces. It's uh, on Sharky and Kittyhead's faces, I should say. And I know what you mean. Because they do. They do have their own personalities and expressions and yes, yes. all of that.
2: That's right. And, and kids and animals, you know, they just have a special a special communication and, and what better way to teach kids not only about animals but about different situations in life and how to deal with them and Sharky always has a poem at the end of every book and a photo of her wearing reading glasses and sitting on top of a pile of books And so Sharky always has a poem about the importance of reading because that was another message. My mother was an elementary school teacher her whole life, and and my father was a journalism major. And so reading was always important in our family, and I think it's so good for kids to realize what a great skill it is. So we also promote the importance of reading in every book.
1: Oh, that's great too. Where can our listeners purchase the Sharky books? The Sharky meets Kitty Head, and then the other future books,
2: right? And, and actually, the next one should be out in the next week or two. Sharky meets Kitty Head is available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. You can order it from your local bookstore if they aren't carrying it right now, and you can also order it if you want it autographed, because Sharky does give her autographs. In the books. If you want a autographed autographed copy, you can buy it right off my website, right off her website, I should say, um, www.sharkypup.com.
1: And listeners, on the episode page on petliferadio.com, on best bets for pets, on the episode page, we'll also have information as well as the link to sharkypup.com. Oh, wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, listening elsewhere and you forget or something. So they can also go there and go right to SharkyPup.com.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Thank you. Susan, thanks so much for coming on and talking. Oh, I hear the dogs. (laughs) And and telling us all about Sharky Meets Kitty (laughs) Head.
2: I wondered if i get through an interview without them piping up, but, you know, it's their interview, so what can I say?
1: <laughs> hey, it's a show about, you know, animals and products, and so it's it absolutely fits.
2: <laughs> Thank you so much. I so appreciate your time.
1: Thanks, Susan, so much for coming on Best Bets for Pets and telling us all about Sharky Meets Head. It sounds like a, well, it is. I read the book. It's such a cute book. It's beautiful, and it's great for children. really gives a really great message. Listeners, you can go to the episode page on PetLifeRadio.com and go look to the link or icon for Best Bets for Pets, and you'll find out more about the book, Sharky Meets Kittyhead, and you can also go to SharkyPup.com the website. There will be a link to that. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with another great show.
0: We'll be right back right after these messages. Stay tuned. Go to 1-800-PetMeds.com forward slash best, B-E-S-T, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com. Whether they're big, small, hairy, or whatever, you're going to need gear for your feet. And Kids Foot has got all the great shoes and gear that'll get you in the game. Go to kidsfootlocker.com and enter the code AFBP10KF to get 10% off any order of $50 or more. Or enter the code AFAM15KF to get 15% off any order of $75 or more at kidsfootlocker.com. And cover those funky feet.
1: How would you are available.
2: Good boy. Let's
0: talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We
1: Hi, welcome back. This is a fabulous show. You really need to hear about this product. I have with me Tom Traiano from IDTAG.com. Welcome, Tom. How are you? I'm great. So everybody always worries about the idea of what do I do when my pet gets lost? And there's better methods out there today, but they're not all foolproof for there's certain pros and cons with each one. Now, your product is different, definitely different than what I've seen. It's the Smart Tag and the company is IDTAG.com, right?
3: Sure, yeah. Um, we manufacture a smart tag, and we offer what is a Amber Alert service for pets. So um, basically how our tags work is they're all engraved with a unique serial number on the back. That's how we identify the pet. There's also an 800 number. We operate a 24-hour call center that fields calls from people that found pets with one of our tags. We directly connect that phone call to the owner. That's one of the benefits. We don't give out any private information. They can leave up to six phone numbers that they can be reached at. And basically, if a pet ever gets out, we send an Amber Alert out to all the shelter and rescue groups and veterinarians in a 50-mile radius of the pet's last known location. So basically, the pet owners register their ID tag at IDtag.com. Uh, they set up a full profile for their pet with photos, uh, identifying marks, special needs, veterinary information microchip information really everything they have on their pet gets put in their profile and that's what gets alerted out to all the shelter and rescue groups uh if the pet is lost
1: so i have a question now i actually did do a sample registered my my pets and it's very easy you don't have to be a computer savvy person to do it it's just very simple one thing that comes to mind. You know, I found a few lost dogs in my time, and it's not so much that the collar is off because both dogs that I found had their collars. It was the information on the tag. One was a dog that was being watched for these people, and the people were out of town. So I called several times, but there was no answer. They had to break into the people's homes to be able to... This is like 10, 15 years ago in order to get the answer machine message to, in order to call me back. So do you find that in your studies with lost pets that it's not a, a collar, not collar loss situation, it's more getting a hold of the owner?
3: Yeah, well, the great a great feature of our tag is it's not like uh, your typical engraved tag that just has a static phone number and name on it. So if you move or travel, you have to go buy another engraved tag and unfortunately a lot of people move and it's the last thing on your mind updating you know, your ID tag on your dog or cat. So our platform is set up where it's an online profile. So if you move, travel, uh, if you go away even for two weeks, you can make the primary contact phone number the person watching your pet, uh, which is really great, and it, and it really alleviates the issue that you ran into where I'm on vacation in Mexico. Why call me when my dog Walker is a mile away from my house and someone's found my pet? So it makes it a lot more convenient And more practical, the way our smart tag is set up.
1: What is the main cause when pets are lost? What usually happens? I mean, does the dog just run out of the house? Does it break loose, go under a fence? I mean, is it just, do the dogs run out of the house without collars? Do they generally have their collars on?
3: Yeah, well, a lot of the times we hear, in a lot of cases, it's an invisible fence or maybe a battery dies or... Uh, Some pets are just resilient and they go through the invisible fences. A lot of times it's an actual fence or a gate is left open or um, dogs jump over or dig under. And honestly, a lot of the times we call pet owners uh, to uh, get their pets back to them and they say, Oh, no, my dog's at home. You know, I'm at work, and and we're trying to explain to them, No, no, we're calling you because someone has your pet. And they're pretty adamant how, Oh, no, my pet's at home. And and it's kind of funny how a lot of them don't even understand or accept the fact that someone else has your pet, and he broke out. So can you come pick him up, you know?
1: Yeah, I could see that happening because the times my dog has escaped has always been the door's open too long, and the dog runs out, or the gate situation. Yeah. It seems to me that most dogs, when they're gone, they do have their collars on.
3: Yes, the majority of them have their collars and tags on them. However, the benefit of our tag is because we send the alert out, even if the collar and tag falls off, our ID tag still works because we send an alert out with photographs, identifying marks, special needs. So people should be able to identify the pet uh, with the profile when it does get to a shelter or rescue group.
1: Oh, that's fabulous! That's great. There's been some controversy with the microchips, and I know your product's very different from that. Because microchips, you have to take them somewhere to be scanned, and it's invasive. There's something inserted in the animal.
3: hmm Yeah. Um, yeah. As you said, it's invasive. Um, you need a scanner. We've taken the onus, you know, off the finder. We know people are typically kind of lazy. So if you make something easy for them, they're going to do it right away. That's the cool thing about our smart tags is that any layperson with a telephone could just pick up the phone, call the 800 number. We directly connect it to the owner so they can reclaim their pet. You know, you don't need a scanner. You don't need to drive to a shelter. But, you know, I always say a microchip is a great backup plan. Uh, However, an ID tag is how 90% of all pets are returned. Uh, It's through a visible form of identification. So really, the microchips come into play 10% or even less for, you know, getting pets back.
1: Now, let's talk about how was the product? How did it come up? Who created it? What was the thought behind it?
3: My brother, actually, and his partner, uh, Dan Triano and Rishi Gupta, they realized they have a technology background, and they realized, you know, a regular ID tag doesn't make a lot of sense, um, and they thought that you could make it a lot better, and that's how this whole solution of you know setting up an online profile so you don't have to constantly go buy a new engraved tag every time you moved or traveled, uh, and especially areas like you know New York California, a lot of people live in apartments. every year they're moving. If they have a pet, you know you'll often forget to update you know your engraved tag. Another great thing about our ID tags is we offer free replacement tags to all of our active customers. so we're trying to alleviate all excuses anyone ever has to not have a visible form of ID on your dog or cat. So, I mean, the idea was formed back about five years ago now, and the uh, smart tag launched three years ago, um, and it was just to to make a better identification that made more sense, and where we could be proactive instead of reactive. Uh, if you look at a microchip, it's reactive. We proactively alert to shelter and rescue groups, so that's a big difference.
1: Now, is there an app in the works
3: for this? Yes, we're working on releasing a um, smartphone application in about two months. So it should be July.
1: That's great. It's almost like it's kind of like what reminds me of is a GPS for your pets.
3: Yeah, well, it's not an actual GPS, although uh, we are working on on technology to get that done. However, it's a lot more expensive. Um, The mindset behind the smart tag was to be affordable for everybody. Our service is just $9.95 a year and, like I said earlier, we do offer free replacement tags. When your pet can get out a hundred times. you can move her up to your profile a hundred times. It's still just nine dollars and ninety five cents a year. If it were a true GPS tracking device to pinpoint exactly where your pet is, you know it would probably be a hundred dollars for the tag and maybe ten dollars a month for the service. so it'd be a lot more expensive, but um, that is something that uh, that will be there in the future.
1: very interesting and very helpful because there's nothing worse than losing your pet. I mean, I found a stray and, you know, you're right with the chip. This is a cat and it's much easier to I was able to put up signs in my area because there was no collar, you No know, cats not always a collar. I was much easier to put up signs in other places than to actually take the cat to the shelter get the chip scan. That I couldn't do for a few days. So, Having a caller and with this kind of information where people could just call and it's updated and you don't have to go through the trouble of making a new tag and all that is much more effective. So where can our listeners find out more about Smart Tag?
3: Well, you can go to our website. It's a very easy website, idtag.com, and you can find, we have about 26 different styles and colors now, uh, small, medium, and large uh, dog and cat tags. And they're also available at every Petco and PetSmart uh, in the country.
1: And by the way, the tags are really nice looking tags. They're a good size and they're nice. There's a lot of other ones that are like a plasticky. They're not up to the premium quality of your tags. Your tags are really, really nice.
3: Yeah, actually, all of our tags are are made of a brass alloy. They're all diamond engraved. They're all hand enameled um, and they're all durability and saltwater tested. So they are some of the strongest tags out there. Uh, And we make them that way because we replace them for free. So we want to make sure they last a while.
1: Makes sense. So our listeners can go to IDTAG.com to get more information on the Smart Tag. So, Tom, I heard about your Goodwill program. Can you tell our listeners about it?
3: Sure. Um, We work with uh, and donate free Smart Tags to over 400 shelter rescue groups Across the country. Uh, and all of these groups give out a Smart Tag with each adoption and every pet they place. So it's a great value to the adopters. Uh, they're getting a free ID tag. This arm of our company does this to get more tags out there to increase awareness about our product.
1: Well, it's a great way to give back. So, Tom, thanks so much for coming on Best Bets for Pets and telling our listeners all about Smart Tag.
3: Well, thank you for having me. And all your listeners can take advantage of a $5 off coupon to any Smart Tag on our website they can use the coupon code BestBet, and they can just go to idtag.com and put that coupon code in and get $5 off any purchase.
1: Thanks, Tom. That's a great offer. And listeners will also have the coupon code information. It's best bet. And you can go to idtag.com and put that in and you'll get $5 off. And that information will also be on the episode page for this segment. Thanks so much for listening. And thanks to my producer, Mark Winter for making me and my guests sound great. And my fur babies, Zeus and Nikki and Dennis, for making me a great mom. Thanks again.
0: Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.